From the Over the Top Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Ram Radio, presented by Over the Top Cycling. And today we've got a recorded interview that we got from the finish line at Race Across Oregon with our women's solo winner, Christy Tracy. Christy Tracy, what was your goal coming into this? My goal coming into this was to win the overall. Uh, Shane Trotter and I had a little bit of a ultra beef going on, and uh, we're calling each other out, and it was really fun. You know, like just the fun, friendly, um, calling each other out and, you know, uh, just talking... Oh, we're talking so trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a lot of fun. There were great comments on each of your oh, vans. I love the support crew. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, I came in. I, I wanted to win the national championship for as a female. Um, and then the icing on the cake would have been to win overall as well. But um, I knew that that was a slim chance because Shane is an absolute beast in a good way. Um, and he started 20 minutes behind me. And I think probably, I don't even remember, it was probably four hours in and he passed me. <laughs> that we were, because our trackers didn't show up, I was trying to text each of you. Yeah. Oh. Um, here's when Shane came through, and uh, I wanted him to know when you went through as well for okay. each time station so that you at least had an idea of what was going gotcha. on. And at time station one, he only put in seven minutes on you. And I really wanted to ask you that question right as you were training. Oh, you're fine. So <clears throat> one of the things that I did was went out too hard. Which you never do for an ultra race. You went out of the parking lot like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, let's just say I'm not going to give away all of my numbers, but the numbers that I should have been holding and that I was planning on holding, I was probably 40 watts up on that um, for the first two hours. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I know better. Um, but I was feeling fantastic. And I'm like, well, maybe my training's paying off. And my, you know, I haven't done an FTP test in a while. Maybe I'm just going to be able to hold this the whole time. That never happens. That didn't happen. <laughs> so um, he passed me. I had realized the error of my ways and dialed everything back. And that was about the time he passed me. Well, so he actually passed you at a tough time because every time we'd gone by you, uh, throughout the morning, you were always positive and cheerful and up and talking beef about Shane. Yeah. <laughs> and when we caught you, he was maybe 50 to 75 yards ahead of you. Your pedal stroke was looking really ragged. Mm -hmm. You were not you. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that moment. It, you're in the hottest part of the course, Cottonwood Canyon. It's a steep climb, and you were on the wrong bike? I was, I was um, on my time trial bike so I brought a time trial bike and a climbing bike and I had um, bike swaps all planned out and I had spent hours and hours and hours researching the course and figuring out you know from mile x to y I'll be on this bike and then we'll swap here and I you know pulled up google satellite and found like pullouts and stuff where we could swap bikes and all of that well we missed one and so what happened was they, the crew started putting me on the opposite bike because we missed one of the bike swaps, which is my fault. I had put in cues and ride with GPS for bike swaps, and one of them didn't save. So it had saved the uh, point of interest, but that doesn't announce it. So only the cues announce, and apparently the cue didn't save. And so 
we missed one and I oh, didn't know it. Will say swap <laughs> yeah, it'll say bike swap, right. It'll announce it. They were using Red with GPS on a tablet in the car. So they had all the same stuff that I had on my um, Wahoo. And so, yeah, we missed one. And so then what happened was when the next swap bike came up, it was supposed to be back to the bike I was already on, but they put me on the TT bike. And it was for, it was for the canyon and that climb. And I, I didn't realize it. So the first part, we had actually swapped at the top. So I descended. And I had planned to descend on my road bike because that was a super windy yep. technical descent. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to utilize my aero bars on the time trial bike anyway. But um, they put me on it. And I was like, well, m I must have programmed it because it's a descent. But then I hit the canyon. And I was like, wait a minute. I know I'm not supposed to be on my time trial bike right now. And they had just leapfrogged. So they were out of radio range. And it took me like I don't know probably 10 or 15 minutes of climbing before I was in within radio range to let them know hey guys I'm on the wrong yeah, yeah oh I was yeah. I destroyed myself really quickly just I'm in my easiest gear but you have to you have to pedal like <laughs> you gotta get up it so they um they immediately you know came back and they swapped my bike out and like I said it was my fault for the queue didn't save it wasn't anything they did wrong they were fantastic the whole the whole weekend but I didn't realize that we had missed one and then neither did they you know because it wasn't in the queue and I realized it really quick when I hit that 10% grade on my time trial bike I was like this is not supposed to be happening right now and so then you guys <coughs> came by and I was I was so destroyed from about three miles of climbing on that time trial bike just in my easiest gear but that gearing is very very different it's you know meant for descents and flats not 10% grades and so I was uh let's just say breathless <laughs> and you guys hey you want to have you an guys interview? rolled by and said hey can we interview you and I think I said no <laughs> uh, I think I said could you pack another spot on the course uh, yeah, I was I was pretty distraught. I don't think I could have gotten more than one or two words out at that moment. Yeah, no, I was like, <coughs> I wish we hadn't even asked. No, it was, it was all good. <laughs> Just, yeah. So what happened? How long did it take you to recover and kind of uh, recoup back to where you were smiling again? Because watching oh. you today coming up Ty Ridge, you were you again. I was, but then, you know, um, it, it went, I think everybody that does ultra races has dark spots in, in pretty much any ultra race that you do, especially the longer, the long, like the 500 miles. So I had a few, um, that was one of them. And I bounced back, you know, within maybe half an hour, but it, it takes, you just have to bring everything back to baseline. Um, and I couldn't do that until the top of the climb because to get up that climb, you, you, you can't do that easily. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's 17 miles. And I was so <laughs> destroyed from that first three or four miles. I had to get up it the rest of the way on the road bike and then bring everything back to baseline and then, you know, reset. Um, but, like, <clears throat> when you saw me today, when you guys and were commenting on my smile because I was so happy, I was almost done, then I turned onto Eight Mile Road after I think you had told me that the only – climbs left were on the the big rollers on Boyd there's Boyd and then right and then you've got the Emerson loop. I or was it Emerson loop? okay yeah. sorry I didn't know that was there and so I um <clears throat> I, I hit those climbs it was so hot it was just to get it well to 500 miles oh no it was I was just so destroyed by that point and then you see the hills and it just crushes your soul yep. 
and my knees were really bothering me. I'm not used to climbing nearly this much. So my knees were bothering me and I was like, I hope I can get up these climbs. And so anyway, I got up them and it was in the hottest part of the day. And, and then I descended it, um, just the one after the second climb and my van was waiting for me because I told them I needed to ice um, my back and stopped and literally fell apart crying hysterically for no reason. I wasn't upset at all. It's just my body was so entire, like I was just so past my limit that my body was like, nope, you're done. And um, I <laughs> bent over and just started bawling. And so in a matter of 15 minutes, I went from biggest grin in the world, like super happy, I'm almost done to just falling apart. Um, and that's just ultra racing. I mean, that's just, um, and, and I was fine. I was absolutely fine. And, and my crew was great. They got ice on me. Um, they sat me down, um, you know, and just let me work it out of my system and made sure my core temperature was okay. I wear a core temperature monitor and, and it was, my core temperature was fine. It was just the, the exhaustion and having been up so long. Um, this is when I did the 500 mile Texas time trial, I'd actually taken a three hour nap in, in the middle of the race oh, because I, I was having issues <laughs> with uh, a bunch of a, a previously dislocated shoulder. And I had to kind of reset my pain sensors cause I, I couldn't function. Um, <clears throat> so this is the longest I've been up ever in my life and race nonstop without actually taking a... So you didn't take any naps on I didn't know, no. But I did stop more than I had planned. Um, I had honestly planned to try to keep my stops to under like 45 minutes total. And I don't even know. I think it was probably three, three hours. Um, just broken up into like 15 minutes here, 30 minutes, or 15, right. 15, 15, but yeah. <laughs> so how did you regroup? <laughs> at the end and pull it together to come on in? Um, Shane and his family and crew came out and they were cheering me on on course. And Shane won the race. Shane, um, of course, so I have the crew member, Shane Trotter. This was Shane Trotter that won the men's national championship and the, and the ultra beef that we had going. And uh, So you're going to buy him a steak? I'm going to have to buy him a steak. <laughs> he won the beef. I mean, I, I, w w yeah. So what kind of a competitor would I be if I didn't follow through? But yeah, he and his whole, f his whole crew came through wearing the, the bright pink wig and ringing the cowbells. And um, they were actually at the top of the climb before I had the breakdown. And I smiled and was like, thank you guys. And then descended and not even a minute later, I'm falling apart. So then they drove down the climb because they were going further down the course to, to ring cowbell for me again. And they saw me um, falling apart, and I felt it was so embarrassing, you know, but it, it happens. I mean, he races ultra, so he knows. Um, but they just went a little bit further down the course waiting and waited for me to, because he knew I would pull it together. And they were there ringing cowbell and cheering me on again, and that just, that just lit it back up, yeah. So, you know, the competition in ultra racing is so amazing because we're competing against each other, but we're also supporting each other. Um, you, you ne I would never in a million years wish, you know, like when Shane passed me, the, I knew that the only way I would win at that point was if he had some kind of a mechanical or, you know, fell apart or something. And I would never in a million years wish that on a competitor because it's happened to me enough, you know, and, uh. So, yeah, just cheering each other on and supporting each other because you want to see your competitors be successful. You know how much work goes into this and you know, you know, the training and, and the prep and pulling the crew together and the travel. And yeah. So 
um, it was it was really awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got the <clears throat> race Plans cough going on. Oh goodness, I'm hoping to do Silver State 508 and Worlds uh, uh, Borrego 24 hour. Um, I'm doing a lot of gravel racing. I'm actually doing. I did Unbound XL. They're 350, so it's kind of their, their ultra version. And I'm doing um, Gravel Worlds Long Voyage, which is oh, a nice. 300 mile. It's their inaugural year, so I'm super excited about that. I'm racing some UCI Road. I'm doing UCI um, Joe Martin Stage Race uh, with my. I have a. I'm on a domestic elite team, and then I'm uh, racing lots of gravel with my Avis Pro Gravel team. And then, like I said, the with Team Tracy ATS. So I have to say this, Champsis contacted me and um, they are really interested in ultra racing and they saw that I you know was doing well and had a, a presence and whatnot and so they offered to sponsor me um, to start my own team and oh, so wow. I've always raced ultra under either my road team or my gravel team but I now officially have uh, an ultra racing program that we're just getting it off the ground um, but it's Team Tracy ATX PV Champsis and so I'll be racing Silver State 508 and Hope and Worlds uh, 24 hour under Team Tracy. That's yeah, I'm super excited. Super excited. Well, congratulations on a thank great you. ride, and thank you so much for coming out and doing it. I appreciate it. Thanks for making it so tough. <laughs> it was good. No, it was, it was fantastic. From the Over the Top Studios in Nederland, Colorado, this is Ram Radio presented by Over the Top Cycling. I'm George Thomas.